Welcome back to Bear With Me. The Boston Bruins still not playing, but by golly, are they making moves? My name is Joey Capone. That's Rob Tachi. I started the episode by saying, my golly, are you serious? We are seriously nice. back. Nice. How you doing, buddy? Oh, by golly, have I been doing well. <laughs> I didn't even get the phrase right. I said, my golly. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I didn't even hear you say golly. Oh, I don't God. really pay attention when you talk because I'm just thinking about what I have to say. That's probably for the best. I just wait for a, a lull and then I hop in with something irrelevant. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back. We have not sport. been practicing. Like, there are a lot of things to talk about, dude. We pushed back doing this episode till there was some news, which boy, I was fine with. And now there is a lot of news i thought like oh we could fill an hour just talking about you know whatever what we've been up to what we think the bruins are gonna do but now it's like oh man like are we gonna be able to fit everything in here they've done a lot there is news there is some exciting some scary Mm -hmm. some not that exciting Mm -hmm. and then there is the wave that has absolutely rocked the foundation that is Bruins Nation and that is the signing of Patrick Brown I wish you could see my notes because on everything I have like quite a bit of information and then on that it says Patrick Brown two years 1.6 million that's it that's the note like (laughs) he's here the two-way contract eight hundred thousand dollars a year I don't need to have much more for you on that like yeah you're you're here I think that's enough talk about him, period. Dude, the dude uh, played more games than ever last year at age 30. So 30. Oh, yeah. 31 now. He's 31 now. Michigan boy. Michigan boy. But a lot of exciting stuff and a lot and some sad stuff. Yeah, this is this is going to be a big time temperature reading. And I think there's a, a lot of factors to take into play because there's no clear answer, I think at least coming into this, if you're listening to this, I don't think that it's super obvious which way we're going to feel. And I'm no, I don't really even know myself until we talk it all through because there are, there's a roller coaster. Yeah. The big ones. I mean, let's just get the big ones out there. Let's just say those. Yeah. Uh, I'll go top down here. Uh, so the first thing that broke was Taylor Hall was leaving. And it was Taylor Hall to the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. Uh, which that stung. Uh, I was like, shit. Like you, you weren't wildly surprised. Like that was one of the things that the Bruins fandom kind of like was getting prepared for was him leaving like $6 million contract. Like we need that money. We had like no cap space at all. And when it did get announced, we're like, cool. We're going to sign Tyler Bertuzzi spoiler alert no they're not nope that's not happening because and he's, he's not leaving alone taylor he's hall. not leaving alone taylor hall's not leaving alone the real kick in the dick was uncle nick is joining him in chicago uncle nick felino is getting paid four million dollars for a <laughs> one-year contract in chicago which is basically hey we know you don't really want to be here but someone has to raise Connor Bedard and we're just going to give you more. Like he got, they're not, well, they're not at the cap floor. They're They're just trying to hand out money. (laughs) They're like, they are literally handing out money by necessity. At teams, not even being at the floor is so foreign to me. Like, I'm like, how, what? Like, how do you, I don't understand. Like, 
like we're looking at the couch for change Chicago... our players and you guys like are like shit like do you just want like 12 million like we have it like we got to give it to somebody you might as well take it there's a two million dollar difference between taylor hall and nick felino's contracts in chicago that's a crazy way to put that that's wild that is absolutely insane like he got overpaid in boston with 3.8 mil and then mm-hmm. he got older and not as good on the ice and they're like yeah but here's an extra 200 grand for you why not <laughs> why don't we up the price a little bit nick Dude, I'll, yeah, I'll, that, I'll, that sucked more to see that nick was gone because i could have yeah. sworn that nick would come back for one one I thought he was going to go to Buffalo. I said on multiple occasions, I thought he was going to go to Buffalo. And even when the trade happened, it was just for his negotiating rights. It wasn't even him. It was just for right, the rights right. to initially negotiate with him. And I was like, he's going to tell him to piss off. He's going to go to Buffalo, mentor that really young team, and like go to where his dad was a legend. But Chicago was like, here's so much fucking money, dude. Like, Just fucking go nuts. Would you like to make four times what Patrice Bergeron made last year? Yes, he would. Here you go. Yeah, oh, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. Hall, Hall was like, oh, Hall, that's a bummer. Hall didn't even, I mean, he obviously showed up on my radar of guys who might move because of their contracts, but he definitely wasn't a sure thing in my eyes that he would be gone. So that that struck me a little bit too. And that it was so early and so quick. Uh, and that you still haven't gotten any Bergeron or Krejci news. It's just, mm. it it hit me hard that it's like, okay. So like the first, the first notable thing is us losing people, which I knew was going to happen, but it's like Taylor Hall and Nick Felino is your first piece of news. It wasn't even the first Bruins news. It was the first like big news in the league was yeah. Taylor Hall to Chicago. And I was like, fuck. And then like 20 minutes later, it's like Nick Felino's joining. I was like, fuck. Like that one. Like Hall again, like Hall was like, ah, fuck. That kind of sucks. But yeah. And then Felino leaving too. I'm like, what? No, you don't get him. He's too good for you. As a guy. What was even the I don't even know the order of events because I forgot about these ones in general. Like I, I forgot that we haven't done a show in God knows how long and that we well, that haven't was, talked about that was Hall kind of it. And it was around that time where the Lucic smoke started appearing. It was Which a lot I of did like not a lot buy of at all. Oh, hearing. I did. My heart bought into that so fast. So well, that's the hard. thing. That's the I was thing. Like, Bring is him my home. heart wanted it. Bring him home. <laughs> my heart wanted it, but I couldn't let my brain give into it for self-preservation's sake. That's me with Bergeron right now. Yeah. I'm like, I just can't think about it. It's uh it's like the old the adage. Anxiety, anxiety is like a rocking chair, gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. Whoa, whoa! It's kind of like me thinking about Bergeron. Is that a is that a Garth Brooks line? Uh, it could be. It's funny you should ask, Alan. <laughs> uh, re- sound- rediscovered how great of a song Five O'clock Somewhere is. That's my new karaoke song. I exclusively sing country at karaoke. I was gonna say, is that Garth? I don't know country. That's whatsoever. Alan Jackson. That is Alan Jackson, my main man, Alan Jackson. Where were you? Anywho, but yeah, that was the first like big snippet, and then Lucci stuff started happening, and then yesterday, yesterday being July first, the fucking floodgates broke open, so much so that Twitter just crashed itself. Which just, was, I don't even think it crashed itself. No, I think it, it was. I think it was, was intentional. Yeah, it was the perfect day to shut it down. It was also like the opening of NBA free agency. 
And it was, uh, you know, everybody cares about this. It was also the day that the Major League Baseball All-Star roster came out. So one of the bigger sports news days of the year, uh, an amazing day for Twitter to announce that you got to pay for it and it still has a cap on it. Anyway, I'm not upset about that. That's not what we're here to talk about. But yesterday, I couldn't even get the news myself, dude. I had to get it no. through you. Yeah. And even like I noticed if you like Googled NHL Twitter, like the previews would come up in the Google search, but you couldn't open it through Twitter, which was weird. Perfect. And then I was just like going around, I was like searching like NHL updates and just finding like articles. That's how I found out about Shattenkirk. I was like, oh, Kevin. Okay. Uh, yeah, but all at once. I'm going to be so using that look. Home Alone Kevin clip Kevin. a lot this year. Uh, so let's just go through the rest of the departures before we get to the arrivals. So let's get yeah. through the shit before we get to the the potential hope, <laughs> right? Okay. Potential hope. Yeah. Potential hope. I'm not. Let's not oversell it. Uh, Connor Clifton to the Buffalo Sabers. <sighs> yeah, it stinks, man. That one stinks. Three year, ten million dollar contract. Good for him. I I expected him to get closer to four. But I, I I guess this is probably more accurate for his evaluation, especially with like a pretty rough end of the season last year, especially that one playoff game where he's like, hey, I want to play. And then he like let up like four <laughs> goals. They're like, OK, maybe not. Like, uh, <laughs> hey, so that, that I want to play is really good for <laughs> what Cliffy did there. Yeah, no, it's like, no, yeah, sorry. But, sorry, it's but. a tough lasting impression to go into free agency. Yeah, with. that hurts. I've really loved Connor Clifton in Boston. Uh, really, really solid guy for the most part. I only say for the most part because of how it ended. I would just say really solid guy. Cliffy hockey was so exciting. Very fast. Great hitter. He'll do so well in Buffalo. That's a really good fit for both Buffalo and for him. Like, I, I do really like that signing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I always thought of him as a local guy, Connor Clifton, but he, he just wasn't. Like, yeah, he feels like it. Yeah. Um, another good fit is Garnet Hathaway in Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, that's if stuck. not Boston, then Philly, right? Like, those are the places where yeah. he belongs. Yeah, it's like, oh, as much as he was a Bruin, he could be a flyer, or he is a flyer. Uh, I I, even I mean, I can out. see it. Now, it doesn't, it doesn't require any effort at no, all. To no, see you're Garnet like, Hathaway he wasn't already Philly. there? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, like it's absolutely a good fit. But he got paid way more than the Bruins would have given him. I yeah, even tweeted two, it out. Two, I was like three, two, five. Yeah, like two point three five or something like that. Yeah. It was like an odd amount. But I even tweeted, I was like, though we can't fucking throw one and a half million at this guy. Like that's exact all off season mm -hmm. long. I was like, that's it. Just throw one and a half at him, keep him around. Perfect. He seems to want to stay. It seems like the right move. So I was pretty surprised. And the fans he... love it. It's like but him and Bertuzzi, both insanely fast, became Bruins. You're yeah. not just some guy in the jersey, but a guy that the, the fans assimilated with and whatever. So that was that sucks more than any of it, I think, that it's a guy who fit in. And Cliffy kind of had the same thing about him because he had been here for a while. It's like two different reasons, but both guys that felt like Bruins. Taylor Hall, for all it's worth, I mean, we still had to like the 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 tweet that everybody says about him is Taylor Hall's a Boston. It's almost like you had to remind yourself. Yeah, like this guy is really here. He's just you know an all star who happens to be wearing our laundry. But those two guys feel like they 
or were supposed to be here, like they were destined to be Bruins. So that, that one hurt a little bit more. But to your point, man, I don't know for sure that $1.5 million over two years, heck, even three years, wouldn't have kept him around. So a little puzzling, a little frustrating, but given the whole picture that we'll eventually get to, I guess it kind of makes sense. But I'm still not in love with that one. Nor am I. Like, I'm happy for him because that's way more money than I expected him to get really anywhere. Mm-hmm. And again, on a team where he will fit in naturally. But mm-hmm. I wanted to keep him. I liked Hathaway a lot. Like, he was, he was my biggest disappointment in the playoffs, I will say, because he kind of like, he kind of got a little soft on us. But I, I don't know. I was, I thought he barely touched his potential as a Bruin. Like, I was like, give him a full season and he's going to be like an absolute fan fra- favorite. Fran oh, yeah. favorite. He very well could have been. We'll never know. We'll never know. Uh, some, uh, and then the other fucking huge one, Dmitry Orlov, making seven point seven five million a year for two years in Carolina. Holy shit, that guy got paid. Good for him. That's I so thought that was guy. over two years I, when you sent me that. Did. Yeah, I was like, oh, like he's making you know what three eight something like that three seven. Oh, okay. good for him. That's that's that, a pretty good deal for him. No. Oh. He's no. making double that, Joe. That's annually. He's making seven seventy-five. Three different people thought that that I talked to. They're like, "Well, that's the total contract," and I was like, "No, that that is the AAV. Like that guy is making nearly eight mil a year in Carolina, and Carolina's still trying to get Eric Carlson. Like very much so. Oh my Eric. god, I fucking hate you, Carolina. Stop it. Stop it. Like." Get relocated. Would you suck for a little bit so we can move you somewhere real, please? Jesus Christ. You're named after a natural disaster that decimates your own hometown. (laughs) Can you fuck off? I want more natural disaster teams. The tornadoes, the earthquakes. I mean, that sounds like a video game that doesn't have the rights to the real team names. Yeah, it's like a blitz the league kind of deal or yeah, slugfest. You get like the outlaws. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I dig that. The snakes, the snakes. I've always felt that when when people when Diamondbacks came into Major League Baseball, there was talk about just naming them the snakes, and it's like that's that sounds like what I would name a team if I was seven. The reptiles. The animals keep getting more animals. The mascots. (laughs) (laughs) No, I would follow that team into battle but orloft carolina well that sucked i obviously i really did not expect him to come back he's too good i thought i thought he was going to go to washington again he made some comments about being like of my age it's like these are this is probably gonna be my last contract and i it just kind of i got the vibe that he wanted to go back that it was like he went out on a rental for a year on a contender and was like hey i'm gonna come back but christ i mean making eight mil a year you can play anywhere you want uh, and then a couple, and then two smaller ones, not smaller, but yeah, smaller. Chris Wagner to Colorado, smaller, a lot smaller. smaller. I feel bad. I like Wagner. God bless but, him, but yeah, but much smaller. Chris Wagner to Colorado Avalanche. Uh, interesting, interesting to me. I I don't know. I think it's a two way. I think it's a two way contract. It must be. I don't think that they're like gonna expect him to be up in the big leagues the whole year. No. Talk uh, about a guy it, who didn't feel like a local guy. Yeah, the mayor. 
yeah, just that never hit. That never felt like it at all. But really, I never I felt like you're... I was rooting for Wags because he was a local what? guy. It's like I had to like remember that over and over. Like every time I saw the mayor of Walpole, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, he's from I thought you were being sarcastic. No, no I, I love never Wags. felt like does he feel like a Boston guy? Yeah. Come on. Chris Wagner. He doesn't Dude, have more. Does Charlie Coyle feel like a local guy to you? Yeah. Yeah. It, but in a nice way. Like he grew up in what? the suburbs. Okay. Yeah. From Weymouth. Yeah. More of a Gillette guy. Yeah. Well, and then Vinny Lattieri to Minnesota. That one kind of stinks. Yeah. I was like, oh, I kind of, we never really got to see him. Like he had the one call up or then he just like tripped over himself and broke everything immediately. Yeah. And then we never actually got to see him play. But yeah, it was kind of upsetting. But that I one believe- made me think that like, how does any team become a good team? Like, how do you maintain good guys if, like, there's no room on this roster for Vinny Lettieri? Like, if you can't, you know what I mean? Like, where is the money for any team to pay a full roster? And how the hell did last year happen if, you know, we're we're clearing space in Vinny Lettieri? Like, it just, it rocked my whole idea of how the National Hockey League works. It's been an odd time for all of us. Yeah, like where, where, how, how do we do this? How do you maintain a roster? How do you like not when a guy's time is up? How do you have the money to give him a qualifying offer? How does that happen? Where's all our money? Who has who is getting the money? Is it just Charlie? I assume so. I think he's just sitting on it like a dragon and just like you may have one gold coin and pastor, pastor knack. It's so funny looking at the cap space because it's like one mil, one mil, one mil, one mil, and then Pasternak, 11, McAvoy, 9.5. It's like you could have been 10 okay third liners, sir. Yeah, it's I, yeah. I still That's want the thing David with the, a capped league is that like you want your guide, you want to give them the money, and it's awesome. And when you get them, you're like, hell yeah, ownership cares. And like, look at us, we got the guy locked up. And then this happens. For us, like immediately, most of the time you have to wait like two or three years until you see that. For us, it's happening immediately where we're like, oh, yeah. Now, I mean, I'm happy pasta's here, but that sure is a lot of money, huh? We see the cap space next year. Yeah, stupid. It's like 29 million. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of that is like penalties that are being assessed this year, right? From yeah, last so year. Like we, oh, yeah, it's like because we over baby. It's like mo- nearly every team in the league does it. Where it's like, I think with like bonuses, it goes over the amount you can. So you have to pay a penalty the next year, which is like yeah. one of those. Like, it's just the cost of doing business. And but now I look we're forward to Sweeney price. having like 30 mil. So you can probably bring in a couple other bigger dudes. Uh, I think that's everybody who's officially gone. I know Bertuzzi is like basically all but confirmed. He's like absolutely not coming back. Sweeney is like, yeah. no, like we couldn't agree on the AAV. And then I heard it like they couldn't agree on a term, either. which is everything. Yeah, he said. Yeah, he said we couldn't agree on term or AAV. <laughs> well, I don't know what else there is to a contract. That's kind of both of the things. Other than the length of the contract and how much it was worth, <laughs> we were pretty much on the same page. Like We both believed that it should be for a hockey player. And that it should be for the Bruins. But once we got past that, man, we kind of disagreed on everything. Common ground didn't exist anymore. 
But yeah, so that sucks, especially because like everyone's gonna like, get paid. Do you think he's gonna get like a monster deal? I think deal he like thinks he's gonna get paid. And I was also reading that like he was not getting the offers he expected to. Huh. I in my head, I was thinking the Bruins are gonna offer him like a five six year deal, hovering around the six million mark. In my head, I was like, I think it'll be six, six and a half. I'd be like, eh, okay, seven is like stop it. That's the highest, but. No, like, yeah. no, this is a guy who's like not really had a full healthy season in a long time, if ever. And like that, it's kind of be a bit of a gamble. Talk about gamble, like Max Pacioretty's still playing. Yeah. He went to Washington. Dude tore his ACL twice in three weeks. Like, oh, my God. I mean, good for him due to Warrior, but like that is a gamble. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I think Bertuzzi thinks he's well, I think he was expecting like seven, eight mil. And you think he gets north of six? Yes, I do. Yeah, not much a, more, that... but yes, I think he makes more than six a year. I could see a six by six. I, I mean, if it's six by six, I'm gonna be pissed. I'd be like, how do? How was that not what we were offering him? Um, I eh, I don't know. You do have I, to I just... still fill a roster though. I just don't understand oh, how you no, still have so many that. blank spaces. Yeah, uh, and and mm. not a lot of money. So like that six mil is like what eighty percent of what we have left to give yeah i think it's like two-thirds i think we have like eight to nine mil left eight to nine mil yeah so uh no sick kind of like not much going on matt porter reported saying unlikely bruins bring back no sick sweeney talking a lot now about all the center depth they added slash currently have because like they brought in morgan geeky and we'll get to that and mm-hmm. like he kind of is that no sick role that like fourth line center pk guy same with Patrick Brown, like also a big PK guy. Um, I guess it sucks because sure, like that's another guy fucking throw a million dollars at Nosek. You telling me that's not going to be enough? Mill and a half for Tomas Nosek, one of the most undervalued guys in the entire like I don't want to say league, but maybe league at least within the Bruins roster. I think. Oh, it's frustrating. It's like Christ. Like we. That's like, a weird one. Everybody just wants to leave. I even texted you. I'm like, is something going on? Like nobody wants to stay. Which makes me think Bergeron is not returning because if they, I don't knew... know if it's wanting to stay. I don't know if it's wanting because no. Has anybody gotten an offer and said no? Like maybe Bertuzzi. That's like the only one we have, and that's speculation. Like I mean, that's fair. It's just that it seems like the front office is saying like, hey, yeah, we're we're kind of clear in house, and we got to save. We got to get under the cap, and by that logic, we got no loyalty to you guys. Sorry, but that's the way it is, and that's not really a criticism. It's just kind of a observation that's what it seems like but i mean the question then becomes does bergeron want to be here with a whole new squad i don't think i think he, if he wants to come back it's just because he wants to keep playing and he feels up for playing like the centennial year got luch coming home like i don't know it's yeah and like his i keep I, here, I go back and forth on it for a lot of reasons still got you still got jake you still got pasta like it, I don't know. I don't know how much those other guys leaving really affects Bergeron now that I'm saying that. So, who's to say? Who's to say? I guess not me. Eh. But yeah, uh, so no second not come back. Probably Bertuzzi not coming back. We already knew about Hathaway and Orlov before that was official that they wouldn't be coming back. They extended qualifying offers to Jeremy Swayman and Trent Frederick and then like a host of other smaller guys. Swayman, I got to imagine, is like four to five million, probably. 
Um, they made it sound pretty dead set that they're going to roll with Omar and Swayman going forward. I feel like this is like not really my game. I'm not great at this, but it, it seems like trading Omar would be the right move right now. I hate that. Well, he, he just wins the Vezna coming off a great yeah. season, ton of value. We only have what one more year, two more years on this contract. Like, if you I trade him now, get a great return. I don't know. I get but a, I Sweeney made a, it sound like they don't have any leverage in that kind of situation because, like, they know that they're trying to, like, everybody knows that the Bruins are trying to dump salary space. So, like, nobody's going to make a big legitimate offer. And, like, What team, I'm not going to, this sounds dumb to be like, what team needs the Vezina winner? But like, what team needs, that's like close and needs a jump is going to, it needs a goalie overhaul that large. Toronto. Do you trade with Toronto, period, right now? <laughs> Give you <know>? me Matthews <laughs> for two million a year. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know. I also just, it seems like this sports radio caller take that has caught on for some reason. It's so weird. It what, the feels like, you know, like I saw a guy the other day. I'm bringing up baseball again. Welcome back to the show. It, like there was this guy who went viral on Twitter the other day for being like, the Red Sox need to trade Rafi Devers. They need to. That's what they got to do. It's plain and simple. No, and it's like you. That's that's like the easiest Boston sports fan impression I've ever heard in my life, and it's crazy to be like this guy won the Vezina trade him. Like what? <laughs> what? Yeah. What are yeah. you talking about? Hey. You have the best goalie in the league, and like uh, historic season, he won you forty out of forty four games. What are you talking about? Yeah, but then your backup is the fourth best in the league, and he's cheaper and younger, and then you have the two best AHL goaltenders in Providence. But look how having the two of them worked last year, and now you have a thinner defense. Like, why would you not want to run back a really strong goaltending core? Run back a really strong goaltending core with a thinner defense. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I am super fucking cool with running Omar and Swayman again. Yeah, we all should be. Oh, oh, damn. Like, (laughs) that sucks. Like, should have got what you could for him. Someone I work with. while you could have. Oh, dude, I wish you were there. Someone I work with, it was like, he made some comment to me. It was like, yeah, well, teams want Swayman. I was like, yeah, like I know, like Winnipeg was looking at him. I was like, I thought they would, I thought they would trade Olmark if anybody. He was like, I think they're both gonna go. I'm like, what? Like they're not trading what? both of their elite goaltenders. That would that's be the sports radio take. That's yeah, no, that that's just like trade Pasternak, trade Lucic. Look, his contract's not gonna work here. All right, it's just not gonna work. The way that this team wants to operate, they're gonna be handcuffed by that contract for a long time coming. I'm telling you. They're throwing five million at whoever fucking asked for it, and like, look, I'm gonna let you go. Look, I'm I'm not gonna listen to this. I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> I would love to have a satirical radio show. That's what this is. Oh shit! Hey, we did yeah. it. Nice. We did it. Yeah, dream we did, accomplished. We did. Uh, I think I think that's all the departures and even all the anticipated departures. We should make I'm, a graphic I, uh, that looks like the departed, and has all those guys. Let me ask. Let me let me ask you a question. We can move so on say, from that say, idea. Go on. Let me. No, this is actually a question. I, I was oh. just doing the voice. Say they do offer Swayman four to five mil, which is what I'm expecting. Yeah. If you're Jeremy Swayman and like Winnipeg is like, hey, we'll give you like 
six, six and a half. Is Winnipeg seven. really like it? I don't know. Winnipeg, I mean, Winnipeg's just the one I heard about. I think there's others that are interested. I got to imagine there's more than one team out there interested in Jeremy Swayman. Sure. Like multiple, I would say like half a dozen minimum. Would you take it? Or do you like stick around for now still playing the backup role? You know, it's tough. Back to, quote backup. No, I don't think he's going to still be in a backup role. I think they're going to be like a true tandem this year. I think like when Omar first got the contract, we knew that it was a bridge contract. Like mm-hmm. that it was bridging the gap from, you know, until Swayman's ready to be the full-time starter. I think the question is more, does the Boston hometown discount still exist? And I, so. I really don't know. I really don't know. I think last year was the year to get it when it was cl- clear that they were all in, uh, especially like middle of the year. Like if, if the middle of the year last year and they're doing what they're doing and they say to Swayman, like, hey, we know that you've been playing less, but we really believe in you. How about six years at four or five? I think he takes it then. Does he take it now? I really don't know. I think it's hard to leave any money on the table. So I could see him going to free agency and seeing what he gets saying, Hey, you know, talk to me when I'm, when I'm free, but I don't know, man. I, this team is not in a position to be like going for it again. So you're not going to get a guy who wants to take less money to try to go for the cup. Every <laughs> Lucic, especially, but a lot of the guys coming in, they're like, "Yeah, I'm here to be on a contender," and I'll be like, "Oh, Uh-oh. boys, Uh-oh. boys, boys!" Like, <laughs> I know that's like you can't not have that mentality. Like, you yeah. imagine coming and be like, "Well, I know we're not going to win the cup, but you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to relive the glory days." Yeah, uh, but it's like, ooh, I th- we missed that boat, my friend. Like, it's yeah, like, and I know. Th- like this is like both common sense and also feels like hockey blasphemy to say winning the cup is just not my goal for this season. Like it's just I'm not doing that to myself. The thing I just, is, it's not I I want to get into the playoffs. That is would be dope, but I'm not all season long be like yeah, but we got to win the cup and be like guys. So like it's like, I think it depends. Develop I think it depends because like, like let's say Bergeron does come back and let's say they keep Olmark and Swayman. Uh I mean, you'd still need to add a couple of things, but if you run that same goaltending tandem back and you still have your same core and you have your leader in his final season, the magic of the centennial year, say what you will about that, then do I think that they could be looked at as a contender come the middle of the year? I think so. I'm not going to be hanging my hat on it saying, you know, cup or bust. It's not like last year I was. Last year I was saying that. Everybody was saying that. But I think this team still has the potential to be a really exciting potential contender, given a couple of small things happening. The word I keep using. The word I keep using is fun. I think this will be a fun season. And like come like late November, like we'll see where the team's at and be like, if they're like, you know, in a pretty solid position, but like, fuck it. Yeah, I'll get my hopes up. I do it every year. Who cares? (laughs) I understand I, the want to not come into the season with that. I get it. Yeah. Like this is but, like a, a modge podge team so far. Like we still have a ton of gaps and like not a lot of cap space left at all. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just like, don't know how it's going to look like right now. We but have think about David Posternock is coming off a season, Rob, in which he scored. How many goals? How many goals did pasta score? 
How many goals, Rob? Six six hundred something. He scored six hundred goals last year. <laughs> I think he I, scored I, seven and a half goals a game. It was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bet on that guy. I want to bet on that guy's team. Yeah, no, I come get on. That. And we still and have. Bergeron we have doesn't win- come back. Charlie Coyle as your top line center. Come on. Also, I love that. I'm going to keep uh, going on a little bit of tangents here. Are you surprised we have not traded and do not appear to be trading Matt Grizzuk and or Derek Forbert? So I am. Um, you need some defenseman. I yeah, <laughs> that's kind of the, oh, the, we also the other Mike side. Riley. Mike Riley's gone. Oh yeah, my oh my I'm sorry, <laughs> Mike. I said that. multiple times we were done. We were like, that's everybody. That's Mike everyone. Riley. Sorry, Mike. I came so close. I almost said, like, someone went to Florida, right? Like yeah, Mike Riley was bought Mike out Riley. and was and is now a Florida Panther. Godspeed, Mike Riley. He'll do fine. I think he's he is he's good enough to be in the NHL, but he was not good enough to be on the Bruins roster last year because of how deep it was. Yeah, so and, and kind of Florida a shitty lost, position to be in. Florida lost Gudis, so like their their defense has thinned up a little bit. So yeah, I can see. Him. Fuck off, Gudis! I will not miss you. Like have yeah, fun out in out the West Coast. Uh, you go to yeah, Anaheim. No, yeah, I did. Went to Anaheim. What's up with Anaheim? They're doing some weird stuff. I it's like they're know. making they're, buying and selling movies. It doesn't make any sense. Whatever. They're wicked young and also really old, too, at the same time. It's a weird dichotomy over there. Worked for us last year. It, honestly, fair point. Uh, but yeah, no, like this team's got, we have Linho McAvoy, a top pairing, Grizzly Carlo, Forbert, now Shattenkirk. And like, we'll get into that. But like the D right now is pretty fucking good. Like, that's a good decor. Like, I don't have any problem. And then you have Zaboral, too, as your seventh D man. But right now we don't have a number one C because like Bergeron's up in the air every day mm-hmm. that goes by, and I'm I'm totally fucking parroting uh, Morning Brew right now when I say this because I completely agree with him. Every day that goes by with Bergeron not saying anything, I I'm more inclined to believe that he's coming back. Rob, you disagree with me? Think we, no, I don't. Th- I don't necessarily disagree. You just don't agree. <laughs> I just don't want. I just I just feel the opposite. Uh, no, I, I just want you just want hello something just happened can we hear me i can hear you that was interesting your take was too potent sorry i'm back i wouldn't record it Mike, so as you're saying on one. as you're saying uh it's just that i don't want you to hurt you and I'm oh, worried. Me, me. Oh, well, Joe, I heard me all the time. Like, I know, and I don't want to watch it happen anymore because I'm worried that you're going to be like two weeks from now, be like, dude, if he hasn't decided yet, that means he's still thinking about it and he really can't make a decision. That means he's going to come back. And that, dude, like, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think with my head over my heart. And let me tell you what my head is saying. He's 37 coming off a herniated disc coming off a herniated disc in and a selkie in the year that they should have won it. And they just didn't. Mm-hmm. Does he believe that one, they're going to get back there again with the way the team looks right now? Cause he only has one in him. He can't do two. He's got one. And is he willing to go and do that after the injuries that he sustained last year at the age that he's at with the kids that he's got. 
His, I don't know. His dad is sick. Yeah. Like his family life is very important to him, which is not a shock at all. I don't, I can't bring myself to say it's anything above a 20% chance. I agree with all of the things you said. Because they're facts. Correct. <laughs> you agree with the facts. It's good. But there's this intangible, indescribable feeling when I think about it where I'm like, if I want to try to get inside the mind of Patrice Bergeron, what a cozy place that must be. <laughs> I just feel like he's the type of guy who's like, no, I think I can do one more. Like every year. I think he, I, I don't think he's a guy who's going to make this decision with his head. I think he's going to like, what is my heart saying? Centennial. Think of the amount of people that are in his life that are going to have to be his head for him. Oh, I know. You have your wife and your mom and your dad all saying, come on, Patrice. My hopes are not that. Because the thing is, last year was one more year. It was. Because what happens when they say that to him? And they're like, dude, you already said one more. You already said one more. I keep thinking about the behind the bee clip when there was the siblings trip. When he like turned the corner and they're all they're in Nashville just fucking hammered and they're all like one more year and he's just like smiling and bopping along like there was that that was the chant in the locker room you're all year long was one more year and if I was Patrice I'd be like guys this is the one more year yeah but you're I not feel Patrice. terrible you guys none of my, us are none my of us spine could. is falling apart you guys please was, hey, please let me go you can have listen mine. I. I'm rooting for it, dude. I want him to be here. I also want him to be able to walk when he's 60. That's selfish of him, I think. It's kind of <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> he has not given enough to this organization. I don't The question I don't is, think. is he devoted enough? You know, does he care enough? Can he be now selfish? Now we're back to the Boston Sports Radio. He didn't really care. Can he, he didn't deserve to wear the C. He left this team when they needed him most. I'm going into my Tony Soprano impression. There's the quote card. We'll get we'll get <laughs> we'll get off-season listeners just by saying the most salacious shit we can think of. And we'll only make promos off of that with no further context. Well, you fucking see these guys? They don't think Bergeron should have been the captain because he wants to retire. We got a uh, source on the inside oh, that's saying Bergy. Krejci's gone. That's not even. Oh, Krejci's done. Krejci's so done. gone. I don't even know if he can play in the Czech League, dude. He, he wants to. He wants to start halfway through the year, which is, is that such real? a yeah. He was like, yeah, I want to play like mid-season, like around December. I'll I'll join the team midway Jeez. through the year, which is a thing that only like David Krejci and Yarmir Yager could probably say, and they'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Whenever you're ready, that's <laughs> like I don't sure. care. Like, Whatever. Very polite of Don Sweeney to say that we haven't heard from. Patrice or David. It's like, hey, you did it. Yeah, yeah, David. David's out here doing interviews with like Czech reporters being like, yeah, no, I think I'll play there, which was like a pretty big departure from last year where it's like either Boston or retirement. And he's like, yeah, but maybe I'll play at home. I don't know. Like, I don't really do whatever you want to do, bud. Like, it's, it was Seems great to have my you back speed. for another year. But yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, God bless Krejci coming back. I was, I was happy enough about it. I wasn't elated. Um, but as the year went on to especially into the playoffs, Golly gee, by golly, was he struggling to keep up? Yeah. He just did not look like an NHL player. I Sorry. fear that we're going to hear that about Luch. Because that is what people have been saying about Luch. 
Should we just get into the Lucic thing now? We kind of keep into the fucking Lucic thing. But let's go home. Lucic is home. Oh my god, this was such a like the last couple of seasons. Like, wouldn't it be cool? We just get Lucic back. Like, wouldn't that be awesome? Like, everyone in Southie's gonna be so fucking excited. Like, can you imagine? And then, like two weeks ago, apparently Sweeney called Lucic and was like, "We're looking for you. Like, we we want you back." And as excited as i am to have lucic back i don't think anyone's more excited than milan lucic himself no way he no, is sir. so fucking stoked he posted like seven times yesterday to see him be like boston i'm so glad to be back like he just kept posting fo- old photos of him yeah. and like 18 year old david posternock which is Dude. weird to think that he only played with him for like what one year He's never uh, played yeah. with McAvoy, which I didn't really think about. I'm like, in my head, they of course they play together. Like, Mac's been on the team my, half my life. Like, oh, I'm so fucking excited. And a good, pretty good deal, too. One year, one million. Like, the, it's a little more than the vet minimum, but like, whatever. Like, it's not so much okay. more. It's going to make a difference. Like, 500K in performance bonuses, which I have to imagine is like how many teeth he knocks out. Oh, he's so excited. I love the, the, the statement from Sweeney, who said that at 12.01 yesterday on July 1st, Lucic sent a photo of himself wearing a Bruins hat to Sweeney. And he was like, and he had to go out and buy the hat. Like, he he wasn't at home and, like, had his old hat. Like, he had to go buy a hat specifically for this bit. Which, I love that. If I'm the person working at the hat store and Milan Lucic comes in on the day of free agency and is like I would like to buy a Boston Bruins hat. Me personally, I would be I would tell everyone I ever met. I'd be like, I'm breaking the news immediately. Yeah, I'm going to be that guy that randomly everyone's like, "You see this tweet from like 7 days ago that he called this really like specific trade that ended up happening?" But then I have to imagine it someone who had no idea who Milan Lucic was. I mean, he it, 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 where is he living? When he sends this, you know, is he back in Vancouver? I would think so. I mean, he, probably out I don't, west. I really least. don't know. But this dude is so excited. He was talking about like when he was playing with pasta, that pasta came over like for like dinner like every night. That's so I awesome. imagine that he's going to be super thrilled to have him back. AJ Greer has said multiple times that his favorite player growing up was Milan Lucic. And like Greer is not so like, excited for that clip of like them meeting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like having like Freddie Lucic Greer, like having some like muscle on the team. It's gonna be okay. So a lot of people, not a lot, but enough people I, I've spoken with, they're like, why are they signing him? He's so slow and you can't score. I'm like, what makes you think that they're like like, yeah, we'll bring in 2011 Milan Lucic? It's like, no, they <laughs> yeah. fucking know what he is now. Even he knows. He was like, Yeah, like I know my role has changed now. Like he's coming in here. He's going to play like eight, nine minutes a night on the fourth line. And he's just this like walking deterrent where it's like, if you touch one of our like 20 year olds, we're going to send the hunchback of Vancouver over the boards and he's going to fuck up your season. Like, can you imagine if Bergy does come back? The, the uh, sense of defense that he's (laughs) going to have. This conversation has totally changed my mind. He's back. No, come on. Like, come on. Like, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm so fucking happy to have him back. Like, I'm again, Dude, I'm if very the line much aware. is Greer, Freddie, Lucic, that doesn't make any sense. But no, think, it doesn't. But, picture it. but it'd be awesome. Like, that's like what you put out if you're expecting a line brawl. Like, 
That is instigation to put out. Yeah, that, that line. is that's an like immediate what, penalty. Yeah. That's how John Tortorella would start a game. Like it's, <laughs> I don't know. Fucking send him out. We don't even need the other two guys. They got it. Like Lucic can double up. Oh, I, I, love I, I love that so much. But yeah, I'm, like, I'm again, so excited. But the thing is, I do think that there are some people who are unaware of what Lucic is now. So they're just yeah. excited that he's going to be back. And they're going to see him a couple of times and be like, what happened to Lucic? It's like, if you are not up to date, if you're not up to date on what Milan Lucic is now, go do some research because otherwise you're going to be disappointed. It's a 35 year old power forward and he looks like it and it's fine because he's going to do, he's going to pour his heart out every night. You dude. Okay. For obviously you and I are going opening night, obviously when he hits the ice, when he hits the ice, mm-hmm. that place is gonna fucking erupt. Like I, that is gonna be like one of the moments of the season is Milan Lucic touching the ice again as a Bruin, or and like just him being announced pre. That honestly, you saying that is a huge announcement. I, I, I'm very excited for that because when I saw uh, that the Lucic clip of him like in his backyard grinning ear to ear very earnestly saying i've missed you guys so so much i know and when he was like i can't wait for opening night in october i jumped right to like oh god i want to be there i gotta the the place is going to erupt when they announce his name it's gonna be so good luge like oh my god he's he knows and like he recognizes the (laughs) stage i have to imagine he's gonna be looking for a fight too oh my god Uh, oh and I'm excited real, for the team now. <laughs> and game one is against Chicago. Oh, my God. We're yeah. playing Hall and Felino and Connor Bedard. Game Connor Bedard's one. first NHL game is going to be at the TD Garden. That's, dude, I didn't even think about that. Oh, That's that just hit me awful. right now. We're going to see Connor Bedard's first NHL game in person. Wow. Wow. This is why I don't think about hockey in the summer because I get way too excited and then I have to wait another three months for anything to happen. Wait, I got I to gotta make sure. Is that first game at home? Yeah, it is. It's like the era night because, again, the centennial season. Right, so right. they're having five era nights. So we're gonna oh, honor, this is like, the year the, of the eras tour. I forgot. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just a sexy baby. <laughs> It's yeah, going to be amazing. Hope. And again, that video you're talking about. Him in the first best. NHL game. We can mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. he's going to hit 60, 70 points in his rookie really? year. I don't, I don't think that's unrealistic. I have he, no idea how he's going to stack up in the NHL. Just don't know. That's such a boring answer. But if I was pulled on to ESPN right now and they were like, what do you think? Because we have nobody else because we fired everyone. I'd be like, I got no idea. His numbers are really good. In the, what, the WHL or the OHL or wherever the hell he was. I think W. Yeah, I think so, too. And I hope that that translates. Let's see. I just don't know. Unexciting, unsexy. But also, but... like, fuck Chicago, so I won't be too upset if he's a total flop. So, eh. eh. But, yeah, that's going to be a, a crazy opening night. I'm very excited for Luch. Excited for us. And that video you're talking about, he really is just so clearly, genuinely excited. Not the, like, oh, hey, I got traded, you guys. I'm excited. He was just like, oh, guys, like uh, he's like, it feels like I'm going home. I'm like, it feels like you're coming home. This is great. Like, <laughs> What was the quote vote- where he what was it? His wife that said he's been waiting for this day for seven years. Oh, my God. Like, it, it feels like <laughs> he's just been on rental elsewhere. And it's like, all right, let's bring it. Let's loop it back. Come mm-hmm. on. 
dude. All the Tory uh, crew. Like, all right, talk let's just get, let's too. just get a little. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Like that was. Which there makes was sense. A lot we of, don't have the money for Tory crew. No, no, that was going to have to be like a three-way trade with St. Louis retaining fifty percent and someone else retaining twenty-five, and then somehow getting him for like one and a half mil a year. I know he wants to leave. He like scrubbed his social media of everything about St. Louis. Really? So, yeah, and he like denied. He like uh, blocked a trade to Philly. They tried to right. trade him there. He was like, no, understandable. But I don't. Uh, yeah. I mean, if we can get him for one and a half, yes. But we don't really need you him. Don't. That would only happen if we did trade Grizzly or Forbert. And I would yeah. think it would be Grizzly because a lot of the new additions are big bodies, which I'm very excited for because I think the Bruins could use some more snarl, some more size, mm-hmm. which seems to be the move. So we got Luch back, 6'4", 220. At least that's what he was when he was here. I think he's about the same now. I would imagine just, a little more weight. Just a big fucking boy. And then we'll go to the other additions. Kevin Shattenkirk. It's Boston Bruins. Kevin Shattenkirk. Shattenkirk. Remember 34, him? 34 years old, six foot, 212, right shot defenseman. We don't have a lot of right shot defensemen. It's true. One year deal for 1.05 million. It's very solid for that guy. Mm-hmm. He has 460 points and 800. I'm sorry. How many years did you say? What? How, how many old? years? No, how many years is he here? One. One. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought you said two. Sorry. Nope. No, no. Uh, 460 points in 891 games. And then last year, he had 27 points in 75 games. As a defenseman, with the Anaheim Ducks, that's good. Like, like, relative to what that was, like, that's promising. He's going to be our it third is. pair defenseman, but like that's for a one mil, like a veteran guy like Shattenkirk. Yeah, I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. And <clears throat> he's also a, like you said, a veteran. So off the ice stuff, big deal there too. Dude, the more we talk about it, the more I love this team. We're, we're, we're getting put together. We want the cup. We sure. want the cup. It is July. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know how much Bergeron being here or not um, affects my hope for the team. I'll say that. It will affect Be- mine. I think it's more of like, I just want him here, one. And mm-hmm. if, the, like I said, I do think this team is, as it stands right now, has the potential to be really good. I just want him here for it. I know that he also does bring a lot on the ice and he's mm-hmm. the reigning Selkie winner, but it's more like, I just want, I just want him here. That's a, I just want him. Cause I want him. Shattenkirk. Sorry. We're talking about Kevin Shattenkirk. <laughs> and we're I'm talking like, about a lot of things. Bringing it back to Bergey. Um, Him on the third pairing feels ugly to me. Just cause it was like when Lindholm was like in like the bottom four. It's like that's. I understand moving people around. It just I don't know. Ostensibly, it makes me feel a little. Well, young. so when you think of the top four with Lindholm, McAvoy, Grizz, and Carlo, it's like yeah, like Shattenkirk is not replacing any of them. Grizz, maybe Grizz, Grizz if anybody. Carlo Shattenkirk. Kind of a Come slow on, pairing. Say that. Kind of say a that. slow, kind of a slow pairing, but and by kind of I mean a slow pairing. It's a slow pairing. But then Forbert Shattenkirk is also a slow pairing. Here's the thing. 
He's got the two best goaltenders in the National Hockey League. Oh, do we? He, at the moment, yeah. Before you trade them both tomorrow. <laughs> I am a little worried that we're going to put this out and then some like big news is going to drop. Well, this is why I wanted. We wanted to record this Friday, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What's I?" We didn't even talk about it, but I was like, "We should wait." Till July first, because like, imagine if we recorded on Friday, and then Saturday, just like twelve trades are announced. We're like, fuck, <laughs> like immediately have to do another episode. Have you seen Cam Neely calling Milan Lucic? I have. I haven't. Can I play it on here? Yes, just you may. Hey, Milan, it's Cam. Hey, Cam, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? Welcome back. Hey, I'm so happy right now. You have no idea. I got my boots head on. Yeah, whatever. From there, who cares? But I thought that was going to be like him getting the news, but whatever. It's less exciting than I thought. Does it go anywhere from there? No, it's just kind of came just like, yeah, excited to have you back. Like, all right. Because they're like father and son. They're Seabass and son of Seabass. Uh, is there any other act? Oh, yeah, there yeah, is. There's, there's a, a few. Yeah, so yeah, beyond Kevin Shanker, James Van Riemsdyk, which my I boy. did not expect at all. My boy, I love like, that move. I do for one year, $1 million JVR on your team. Fuck the classic yeah. Bruins Fuck deal, yeah. dude. Yeah, for the real. Bruins Fuck contract. Yeah. Take that all the long. 6'3". I did not know JVR was 6'3". Big boy. 6'3", 208. Left shot, left wing. UNH boy. JVR is the one, or not the one guy, <laughs> the first guy I can say I watched through college. I watched Trevor Van Reems like play at UNH a few times. Did and for UNH? Yeah. And uh, Casey DeSmith. JVR, I saw a score in a shootout between his legs. He was the first guy I ever saw do that. And that for he UNH. It. He invented and it. It's the, it's the JVR. And uh, yeah, that, that, he cemented in my mind, then followed his whole career because actually, you know what? Who might have been the first guy was Ty Conklin. But regardless, JVR, I have very fond memories of going to the wit with my dad and watching JVR play. So having him on the bees is very cool. I remember there was a, another time where uh, there was talk about him coming here, and I was very excited at the time. It, it's strictly just that he played at UNH, but that doesn't that doesn't change it for me. Still excited. That's exciting. Don't know how much he, he brings to the table, but. He's it's a great depth addition. Like he's a good, he'll be a good third line left wing. Where does cap space put him right now? He has them on the second line. Uh, Cause right now our left wings are Brad Marchand, JVR and Lucic with Frederick having just been given a qualifying offer. So JVR right. actually would, is projected to be our second line left wing. So it would be JVR Zaka Pasternak. I don't hate that. JVR is definitely JVR is 34. Mm-hmm. I don't really know much about his like speed. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard. Usually people are quick to be like, yeah, but he's slow. And I haven't really heard that. So solely based off of what I'm not hearing, I would think that he's not terribly slow. Um, yeah. So right now it's Marshan question mark DeBrusque question mark being Bergy and the JVR Zaka Pasternak, Freddie Coyle question mark for third line right wing. We gave Laco. Did we give Laco a qualifying offer? I don't know if we did. I don't think so. And then Milan Lucic and our newest edition, Morgan Geeky, and our other newest edition, Patrick Brown. 
Morgan Geeky coming from Seattle. He's also six foot three, 200 pounds, 24 years old. He's a center slash right wing. Mm-hmm. And he had 28 points in 69 games with the Kraken last year. He is actually the most expensive contract so far at two years, two mil a year. And signing Geeky for that potential fourth line center role makes me mm-hmm. think Nosig is definitely not coming back. Yeah, that one's tough for me. I don't know. Obviously, I would like him to. It's just I'm not as finger on the pulse as you are with the cap. I'm like trying to pull it up right now. With all of the signings right now, we have just on we have seven point seven five million in cap space. We still mm-hmm. need a top center. We actually this wings. is not in, this is not including whatever the qualifying offers were for Swayman or Freddie too. Which Swayman is going to be a lot of that nearly eight million in cap space. That's going to be at least half, if not more. Well, I mean, it's well, just definitely a qualifying more. offer right now, right? Yes, but it's to my understanding is if he accepts it, then that applies to the cap, right? But it's not going to be anything above a qualifying offer. I don't understand. It's I mean, saying Swayman's not going to be five million dollars. It's going to be the qualifying offer, which is whatever that is. I don't understand how this works. <laughs> the qualifying offer is a fixed number. Okay. I thought it was not like, as in it's across the board, the same amount of money. Qualifying uh, offers are for one year contracts. The minimum salary for the qualifying offer depends on the player's prior year salary. Players yes. who earned less than six hundred and sixty thousand in the previous season must be offered one hundred and ten percent of the last season's salary. Players making up to one million must be offered one hundred and five percent. Players making over one million must be offered one hundred percent. So, if they're offering a qualifying right. offer, it's a one-year deal for like what they made last year. Yeah, my understanding, with some variation. And how much was Swayman making last year? Not a lot. I think sub million. He's just under a million. So he would be making basically a million for that qualifying offer if he accepts it. Okay. Well, then I retract everything I said before this. (laughs) So it'll be that's if he takes it. He could also say, no, give me a real offer. God bless you, dude. Yeah. Isn't it if he accepts it? He has to like that's it. Like he's on the team for another year, but he yeah. can decline it and then see what other people are offering him. Yes. Okay. That's that's okay. Well, that remains. That's like that. the difference between an RFA and a UFA. Yeah. Okay. And and then okay. if and then if he gets another offer from somewhere while he's still an RFA, the Bruins can match it. Got it. Okay. Yes. 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 And then for Frederick, his contract was two year, two point one million. So he's about a little over a million. So he would be another million as well. So that would be two million for Swayman and Freddie, which gives you just under six million in cap space to get a top C, uh, a right wing, and I think that'd be it. And then depth. I feel like there's not a lot of big names out there for number one C. So, 
I mean, you could bring Bergey back, couldn't you? I mean, they could offer something to Lauco. Um, uh, as a one C, or is it a move up the chain? No, Lauco would be a right wing. I don't know. I saw somebody tweeted out. I think it was Porter, Ty Anderson, like breaking down, or Connor Ryan breaking down, like what is likely to be the breakdown for all of these uh, offers, and saying mm-hmm. that there probably wouldn't be room for Bergeron. But the I don't know. I hate this game. <laughs> like I hate I hate playing this game. We'll see. Well, yeah, we also got Patrick Brown, thirty-one year old. Yep, former BC captain. He had uh, twelve points in sixty-one games with the Flyers and Senators last season. Nice, but. But in 61 games, he had 167 hits. So that's nice. something. So that's I mean, something. The, last year was the that's most he's ever played at 30 years old. So that's, that's our awesome. Hathaway. It's going to be a weird team. It is. Uh, once you get into the depth stuff, yeah. But I think mm-hmm. your marquee guys are marquee guys. My confidence is going to fall one way or another, depending on what who is the number one center. I mean, do you hate it if it's coil? It wouldn't be. It would be Zaka. It would be Zaka. Yeah, for sure. Because if they can't really get a high end C, they move Zaka to one, probably coil to two. uh, Don't you love Zaka and pasta together though? Would they break that up? Yeah, they would. I think so. Or you could just put pasta on the top line and make it Marsh and Zaka pasta. JVR Coil Debrusque. It's kind JVR of JVR Coil Debrusque. It's kind of a. Do weird I love line. that line? I don't know. They don't. I don't know how well Coil and Debrusque mesh. Coil's more possession. Debrusque is more straightaway speed, which I guess like aren't you know the worst things to pair. But I don't know. Like I'm again, this is like not my my best or favorite game to play. I'm usually better about evaluating what is than predicting what could be. Yeah. Uh, but what we have right now is interesting. Not bad, not great, but just interesting. The decor is solid. Our goaltending, provided it stays the same, is the best. Like, still going to be the best in the league. Yeah. Like, our top four in D is so good. Even after Christ, even the whole decor is so good. It's just offense is just weird. If Bergeron comes back, we're so good. We're set. Like, we're fine. I'm not worried at all. We're not going to be what we were last year because no team ever will be ever again, ever, ever. But I think we're a we're a team that could break into the playoffs. I mean, I don't know if I would say never because I don't know if you've seen the Carolina Hurricanes. They're really going for it this year, so I they're probably going to. If the re- in pretend land here, if the record did last for exactly one year and it was broken by the Carolina Hurricanes, I don't think I could like hockey anymore. No. That would I'd be it. Take a year. I'd have to take a year off. And I'd tweet, that'll do it, folks. And then I'd, you know, just get out of here. I don't know, change my name, move to Mykonos. Learn yeah. how to play uh, the, I don't know. They got some, they got some funky stringed instruments over there in Greece, right? I don't know. I've never been. It's the only place you can find them. I'm a terrible a improv partner. No. Yes, and? <laughs> no, but. <laughs> <laughs> No, but would actually be a good improv game. That's, that's that's as, as I said that, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. Like, you're not I, bad. I, you're I, innovative. 
Sorry, Yesterday was really exciting, like constantly checking all these updates and like seeing like all these like one year, one mil deals come in. I'm like, like, there's like really no one in the league, not no one, but like few players in the league. I would have been like, we gave them a mil. Like, they're like, yeah, fucking come on down. Like, we need depth. Yeah, who cares? Like, come care. on in. Like, Geeky was really exciting. That one, I am that, yeah, that one. I, I, I think it was a sleeper. I, because like, I didn't know what to think at first. And then I talked to a few more people I know who are in the know more than I am. And they're like, that's a great signing. He's a great, yeah. great, great depth center to have for two mil. Played really well in Seattle with pretty limited minutes, but like a little over 50% on faceoffs, like a big penalty mm-hmm. kill guy. He's also 24 years old. Yeah, a youngie, a, young, a yeah. youngie geeky. What are we going to call him? Nerd? I'm going to call him nerd. I think. Fucking loser. <laughs> that doesn't matter because I'm just going to get luch. Uh, can we talk? Okay, so the Era Knights. I want to talk about that real quick. So there's Yeah, what five- is that? What is that? So this season, because it's the centennial season, they're having five era nights. Very and they're cool. all against original six teams. I think two of them are against. There's like a double up. It's not the other five. There's like one that gets doubled up for some reason. I think wasn't it both home Canadian games? I think it is the Habs twice. We're playing Montreal four times again. Thank you. Hello. Twice hello, in November, you. which is like. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't want to play too much, but that should be a bit more spread out. Uh, but the Era Knights, they're honoring different eras throughout Bruins history. I don't oh, know the exact cool. year breakdown, but it's like the first one will be like 24 to like 40 and then like 40 to 60 something. And then they're just breaking it down into five distinct groups. And whenever they're advertising it, they were like showing the jerseys they wore. I'm like, are they going to wear a unique era jersey for each night? That very well might be exactly. Are they going to make me buy eight jerseys this year? Because we're going to, we're, the logo changed too. We didn't talk about that. The Bruins have a new Spoke B logo. Yes, Joe. Your hand raised. The first era night is opening night. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Against Chicago. So we might not even see these new threads that we're talking about. We might see some, or, or they could use the main, I don't know. I really don't know. I could also see them just having a era jersey, like a alternate jersey that they use for this. I think they're getting new primaries. Yes, they are. Because if you change the, the main logo, I think along with it, you will do that. Pete Blackburn, I love the new logo. Yo, me too. I showed it to my girlfriend. I was like, oh, they changed the logo. She's like, this is the same logo. And I was like, no, here's the video where it shows the change. She's like, Rob, this is the same thing. <laughs> like, like, no, it's not. <laughs> I was like, no, you don't understand. I'm like. People yeah, the, Habs do, the Habs do get two, by the way. Okay, that makes. I mean, that's fair. Uh, so, who doesn't get one? Which original six team doesn't get one? Is it Detroit? No, Detroit gets one. I think it would be the Rangers. Rangers get one. Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs get one. Is that what? Who are we missing? <laughs> yeah, what team? Senators. Senators. Senators aren't. No, they're not. What am I talking about? This is embarrassing. Should be able what, to, who this, are we I missing? Know this like, I should know this like my middle name. Oh, the Ducks, obviously. Ducks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it the Flyers? Nope. We have the internet. I'm just looking it up. Montreal, Maple Leafs, Bruins, Blackhawks, Red Wings, Rangers. That's all of them. What? That's uh, all of them. I was Montreal getting two. And then the other ones. There are one, two, three, four, five, 
Six era knights against five other teams. I That's thought there why. were six. Someone said five. All right, my bad. There are six era knights against the five other teams. Montreal okay. gets two of them. There we go. Good God. Got it. Okay. That's why we couldn't think well, of the other be one because it's the Bruins. Yes. Uh, but I, I do. So a while ago, Pete Blackburn like brought up that like the jerseys the Bruins wore for their like alumni uh, game where like this mm-hmm. is like what I'm hearing to be their jerseys next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't find this tweet now, but I really think it's going to be like a cooler, like the 80s style almost. Um, oh, here we go. Yeah, it's like almost like the Happy Gilmore style. I'm going to send you the link right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I know what you're talking about. Like the Cam Neely jersey is what I think of. Yeah, the yeah, Happy exactly. Gilmore is a good way to put it. Yeah. But okay, so if they do change that, so we get a new we get a new home jersey, a new away jersey, at least one new era jersey. <laughs> I bought so many jerseys last year. Stop making me buy jerseys. You know I'm going to. Oh my god. Yeah. And here's the thing. We're gonna buy Lucic jerseys like fucking crazy. Dude, are you like fucking kidding me? Jersey. I'm gonna buy a Lucic jersey. If Bergeron's not back, the first jersey I am buying is Captain Brad Marchand, Centennial. Oh, yeah, we can talk. Wait, 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 is that a for sure gone, foregone conclusion? That Brad Marchand's the captain. Yeah, I would bet significant money that Brad Marchand is the next captain of the Boston Bruins, especially after his his like mental performance against florida where he was just like took zero fucking bait like i don't think he had a penalty in that series like that dude is ready very ready it's gonna piss off a lot of people who don't pay attention to him or the bruins but absolutely and then after him it's chuck is lucic gonna get the a how do you not you gotta take it from someone but lucic might be probably coil right Coil, yeah, Coil, Pasta, Chucky, McAvoy. Chucky and Coil, and then yeah. sometimes Pasta. Carlo wore it a couple times, too. I don't I don't need Pasta with an A on his chest. I don't hate it. I feel like it's one of those guys that, like, by default, like, yeah, you got to give him it because he's yeah. David Pasternak, but... These jerseys old... are so sick, dude. If, yeah, if this know, is they're gonna the be Pete so Blackburn good. tweet, like, if those are the ones, the hats that he got from 47 are unbelievable. I want both of them. Yeah, if you're listening, gorgeous. the digit 47, send me those. Oh, we got the Please. meth bear on the shoulder patch, too. Ah, ah. Yeah. Please. And these Aeronites, dude, I mean, they got to start announcing that now. Because I want, I'm, I'm getting excited. I need it all. I got a little bit of fun. Now I want to overdose on it. Yes. Uh. Would sure love to catch a couple games down and down south this year. Would you? I would. That could be fun. Hmm. I love how the we play two games at home and then immediately go on a West Coast road trip. <laughs> like we play two games at home, then we have four days off, and then they're in California for three games. They do the the Sharks, Kings, and I'm so games three and four of the season start at ten thirty. <laughs> oh my god! God damn it! <laughs> What a weird trip. California, 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 Chicago. Oh my God. We play Montreal back to back Saturdays. I know. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I guess. We don't I like breaking to... those up. 
Yeah, I'm I'm looking for just like bigger bigger games of the year. Right now, I was going through this. So schedule. we're looking at. I mean, do you want to do want to just spoil what we're looking at? Go, yeah, for sure. Knowing? Why not? It's the it's late November. It's it's Thanksgiving week. There's a short little trip after the Era's night against Montreal at home, the first of two, in which they hit Tampa Bay and then the Florida Panthers. Amelie Arena, FLA Live. We're looking at doing those two. We're which looking at a, make road a little trip. road trip. Yeah. Which would, and to kind of even tack on the beginning of it, we should go to the Arid Night Montreal game in Garden, Boston, fly out the next day. Yep. Double it up and then fly back on Thanksgiving. Oh, fly out the next day. Oh, get like a Florida day in. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, fly like fly in on the nineteenth, like spend like the night there and then have like the morning of the twentieth, and then we'll have the day in between the games to travel. Dude. Fuck yeah. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, I love this. Yeah, I've been breaking it down. I'll I'll run the numbers by you. All right. Well, don't run the numbers by me. They're you ugly. You can <laughs> We will be opening a uh Patreon and OnlyFans, if you will. Uh <laughs> will we just do the same podcast shirtless? Yes. Have you been wearing a shirt for our shows? I typically don't. Check us out on YouTube if you haven't already. Yeah, right. Only we do not have a YouTube account, com, by the way. So uh, don't actually go look. No. But yeah, but that, that would be really exciting. We talked about that last year. Like at one of the last episodes, we were like, we should go for an away game. And then I yeah, think we kind of like is, we... this would be ideal, dude. Cause like both of these arenas are are super um how you say unpopulated yes people don't really care about these teams so there's no like friction this is just like a have fun it's going to be mostly bruins fans at these games is yeah. what i mean uh and it's also november so it's like a perfect time to go to florida and everybody knows flying during thanksgiving week is super cheap yeah uh I have a child, so I'm totally. I love the idea of getting away from my family on a family vacation, on a family holiday. So we picked the good one. There's really no other doable trip. Like we looked through the whole thing. There's Mm -hmm. the only other one that I was going to suggest is December 13th to 15th. They do New Jersey and then Long Island. I am not fucking going to New Jersey or Long Island in my life. There ever. we go. I will then never we do go. myself. I went to um, New Jersey once and I will not do it again. You don't have I've to. never been to such a large area that smelled so bad ubiquitously. Like all and of this smells bad. All of it. It's it's a garbage pile. It literally, it is. literally is. There is another set of games in March where they hit Florida and Tampa back to back. But they're back-to-back days, so there wouldn't be a travel day. We'd have to yeah, travel. Yeah, would be as good. November would be perfect because the Thanksgiving week I, at work, I could be like, I got, I've got to go. I got to go. Yes, Jim. May I suggest, may I suggest may. this in addition, perhaps, if we have some moolah saved, dude. Oh, wow. A fat six months later, end of the year, April 2nd and 4th, Nashville and Carolina. Oh, dude, that would – I've wanted – I want to go to a game – more than I want to go anywhere else. I want to go to Bridge. You should really look into that. We that can be your birthday. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. We need to find a sponsor. 
that what's the what's the what is the rnc arena is that what it's called yeah who will sponsor a podcast with dozens of listeners hey we got more than that dozens i mean technically yes dozens yes you can um, break what is the name of of carolina's is goddamn, it not rnc arena it's not rnc carolina hurricanes arena it pnc arena ah oh, pnc pnc penis arena as hmm, as it were as it were oh okay so do you want to guess how long of a drive it is from bridgestone to pnc nine hours it's eight fuck i was gonna say eight damn it well you know what maybe maybe i mean what is what is tampa to miami or sunrise no it's not bad yeah no it's not that's not bad it's 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 i get to tell you two stories and then we'll be there that's i tell you i tell you two quick little tales from my travels and then we're there we're gonna rent a car that i'm not good enough to drive like something with like way too much power behind it oh yeah that's what like i want a lambo because like i'll have that uh, obviously i'll have that kind of money no doubt but oh, uh, no obviously. i'm not doubting it at all yeah three and a half hours from amelie to fla honestly if i sell enough tickets i can just fund this trip you should fund the trip you should fund the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> Well, now I'm not going to. That's a really good idea, actually, Rob. You should pay pay for everything. (laughs) Woo. I mean, it's only fair, you know? You're not wrong. Uh, Is there any other, like, major stuff we got to to talk about? Uh, Vegas won the cup. That happened. Vegas won the cup. Bruce Cassidy is a Stanley Cup champion. So many and people, I, and I don't really care about it, you know. Yeah, so many people approach me and they're like, How, "What do you think?" I'm like, "I don't care." Like, I'm like, "I." It's not even like a. Uh, it's like I just don't I'm like. Yeah, I, you know, good for him, I guess. Like, I don't. I didn't really watch much of it. Like, I saw that they were just stomping Florida, which kind of felt good. But like, I, I was mostly dreading the potential of like the radio conversation of like, Oh, well the Bruins fire Cassidy and he wins the cup. If someone I work with like brought up, he was just like, they shouldn't have fired him. He just won the cup. I'm like, if they fired Cassidy, we wouldn't have had Bergeron. We wouldn't have had Krejci. We wouldn't have had DeBrusque. We would not have had that season for better or worse. Mm-hmm. Like it was still the right move. It worked. It just That's worked right. super fucking well for him. And all the stuff like Bergeron was like saying that like if Vegas gets Cassidy, they're going to win the cup. Mm-hmm. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm like, well, Bergeron's just a nice guy. Hockey is near the bottom of the list in terms of uh, how much credit I want to give a coach for a winning team. Like football is so much coaching. They are calling every play. It is wizard's chess. It is, and you're basically just picking the strongest pieces that you can mm-hmm. put on the on the board. And then baseball, you're you're picking a lineup every day. You're you're moving people strategically. You're making replacements as you go. You're, you're bullpen managing. You know, finding good matchups that work. Basketball, they just don't need coaches. They just do it. They play themselves. You can try to coach them. It's not going to work. And hockey is like one notch above basketball where like you're kind of 
you're like the peacekeeper, you're the line setter, and then don't piss off guys and like make sure they're working. Like you're you're managing more than you're co- you're not teaching them anything. There he is. Haven't heard Goose all episode. There he is. I don't know what I'm getting at is Bruce. Bruce didn't make the difference on that team. They had a great team. <laughs> it's a better response than me. Yeah, but I mean, like again, it's like cool for them. Whatever. I don't give a yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, wearing the Vegas shirt. I am wearing the Vegas shirt. Yeah, you've been big on Vegas since they showed up. Yeah, I mean it's about time, man. You know yeah, we've they, been they through a lot. They earned it. Yeah, we earned it. We earned it. Yeah, <laughs> we waited a long time, and you know it makes all those all those years. All those waiting year. worth it, you know, all those year of missed playoffs. All, you know, that was a tough one for you guys. That was a really tough one. And, you know, made it all worth it. The parade was weird. Um, I was there. I wasn't there, but <laughs> <laughs> it was two blocks down the Vegas strip. And all of the fans were like, this is not where your fans live. Nobody lives here. No. It's like we all have to go out of our way to the tourist destination. It's like if, you know, the Rangers won and they're like, we're going to be in Times Square. It's like, that's not where we are. Um, So that was weird. Uh, And the, the fans, as much as they showed up in numbers, it was also like the vibe there is very strange. It didn't really feel like they're still learning how to be sports fans over there. It's new for them. They're getting it there. Is. They're getting like eight new teams every year, so they'll figure it out. I want so badly for my 30th. This is a hint. For my 30th birthday, I want to go to Vegas and make a, obviously like a full-on Vegas trip. I want it to be in October, and I'll tell you why, because I want to see. it got to be like late September, early October, which oddly enough is when my birthday is. Uh, I want to see Knights, Raiders, A's. I want to see all three. That'd be cool. And I want to lose thousands of dollars and contract syphilis. That's super manageable. I think it's that's so manageable. It'd be harder to not do it. Like you would have to, like you don't <laughs> yeah. have to try. It's just going to happen. Like you would have manage to manage your expectations. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to have realistic goals. And I think that, you know, we've, we've set some. Well, quote, and I can't thank quote, you enough for planning that whole trip. I am funding enough trips for us already. Thank you. Yeah. This uh, is in the, the last quote, one. Coach Beard of Ted Lasso. Uh, regarding Vegas, one night is good, two nights is perfect, three is too many. So we have to see Vegas. Uh, So we're going to have to see three games in two nights, which is not possible. If I go to Vegas, I'm not sure I'd leave. (laughs) I don't know about three nights being... I might just stay put. You have a child. Yeah. (laughs) The streets will raise him. (laughs) And how am I going to pay for that kid if I don't hit on blackjack again tomorrow? You know? You know what? You're right. I'm sorry I doubted you just there. Yeah. Good point. I know. Anything? Do we got anything else? <sighs> I've missed doing this. Yeah, me too. This is nice. This felt good. It feels nice to have stuff to talk about, too. Yeah, for better true, or worse. I, If we didn't wait for all those, all that news, I don't know what we would have talked about. We would have just talked about some other stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Watching any good movies? Uh, I watched a lot of TV recently. Like I binged Ted Lasso nice. like twice. I've heard. I've been playing a lot. Of, I finally got into the Dark Souls games. Nice. Like, I finally just decided to do it and get mad and do it. It's great. Highly recommend them. Uh, how about you? 
I've been on a huge noir movie kick. Ooh, yeah. I took a film noir class in college and I loved it. Yeah, I've watched like five in the last week. Like almost every night I'm watching a new noir movie and uh, they are addicting. They are really fun. Are we, t- are we talking like, like 40s noir or like yeah, 40s. neo noir? Okay. Yeah, 40s noir. Double um, indemnity. Yeah, started with double indemnity just to get the feet wet again because I've, I've seen it before, but I wanted to see it again. Uh, uh, Maltese Falcon, The Big Sleep. Yeah. Big uh, Sleep I, is overrated. Do not like those are. I didn't love the big sleep. Dude, those it made no two. sense. It didn't make sense to me. I didn't, I couldn't follow it. It, it lost me at times, but there are, there are other ones that suspend more reality that are harder to get. Like you almost have to just let go of reality when you're watching these, which is hard That's for true. me to do, but they, it's a nice exercise to completely let go. Like I love the fact that a guy and a gal can have one conversation and then just in the middle of it, they just smooch. And then he's like, it's <laughs> smooch? always. You really are in the smooch. 40s right now. And then he, and then he's like, it's always been you, baby. And she's like, don't hurt me. Don't leave me. I've always loved you. And it's like, you've known each other for eight minutes. And your husband is in the next room. <laughs> like, what are, what are we doing? I love Everyone that. smoking two cigarettes at once. Like, it's like every scene. He's like, ah, oh, I need a cigarette. Like, you do? You're smoking. Look in your left hand. <laughs> Uh, Bla- uh, Blade weird. Runner is a great noir movie too. That really falls under that mm. director's yeah, cut. But, you don't like Blade Runner? But I, I haven't seen it. But I, I, <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm saying that's not what a noir movie is to me. It has I mean, to it, have it the is. hiss, the hiss of a of a carbon it's microphone. The har- it's the hard boiled detective with a femme fatale. That's noir. Yeah, but I'm saying it's more than that to me. It's got to have the hiss of the carbon microphone. It's got to have. So it has to be hats. old. They gotta. It's gotta be from that era. Yeah. No. Sin City. I haven't seen it. Uh, no, that one's in like pure black and white. That is like a. It, it's so noir. It's basically satirizing noir. <laughs> and then t- Blade Runner twenty forty nine. That's less noir, but it, it. I, in my opinion, it's better than original Blade Runner. A lot of people said that. It. It's just it. Denevil Move is. Probably the best working. Well, him and Nolan probably best working directors right now. Do you want to see Oppenheimer and IMAX with me? I already have my ticket to see it in seventy millimeter on opening night. Where I'm seeing it at ten p.m. and it is a three hour movie. Where on a weekday? Uh, Boston Common, AMC. You going with the gal? Nope, just me. Do you want to get a second ticket? Because I would like to go with you. If it's I'll okay. see if it's, I'll see if it's available. How much were they? It's a movie ticket. Uh, I have AMC Movie Pass, so it's free. And by free, I mean it's twenty five dollars a month. It's it's a movie ticket. Okay, it's not so it's not like one hundred and eighty dollars. No, it's just a movie ticket. All right, I'll Venmo you four hundred. Okay. <laughs> yeah, shit, I should. I really lost an opportunity there. I'll let you know. But yeah, right. that, that that that's it. Uh, I expect more news in the coming days about like Frederick and Swayman. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, Bergeron's got to make a decision at some point. Again, Krejci's not coming back. That's not even worth like chewing on. We'll see. Let's see. Still got a ways to go. We shall see. Yeah. But it's been good Um, to be back. I hope it's been nice to listen to us ramble again. Yeah. Yeah. I bet it has. If anybody is just rich and for some reason wants to pay for us to go on this trip, please, please do that. But also, you do not have to do that. But if you're looking for that. a good noir movie, dude, I recommend Sunset Boulevard. Oh, that's, that's a great one. That's, that's a great great one. I'm ready for my close-up. 
That's oh, an excellent. God, so movie. good. That's so a very good. good one. The third man is the one I watched last night. We got a we do a, a, another podcast where we discuss movies from the forties because I could I could go off. I would love that. that uh, is... Some like it hot, fucking classic. <laughs> like it happened one night. Oh my goodness, fantastic movies. Consult your local library. Check these out. They're wonderful. If you have cable, odds are that you're like if you have Xfinity, like odds are that like these movies are just free to you. Yeah, because like I just so ask that no one cares about making yeah. money off of them. It's like I ask my my cable box, like, hey, do you have this movie? And it's like, yeah, you can stream it on Tubi. I'm like, sure, <laughs> Tubi it is. Last night I watched The Third Man on Crackle. I was like, sure, Crackle. I guess I have a Crackle subscription for zero dollars. So anyway, that's talking noir with the bear with me, boys. <laughs> Anyway, oh. thanks for putting up with that conversation. Thank you for putting up with us. Thank you for, you know, doing the old. I'm not helping Rob, you out here. I don't know how we did it. I forget the ending. <laughs> and as always, thank you for bearing with me. Is that how it goes? I think so.